can't start getting nervous about what it's going to be. <laughs> it's gonna be like three weeks from now. You don't need to worry about it right now. Um, uh, okay, I was gonna say something though. Or okay, what? What is it? Okay, so hi. My name is Sam, and welcome to the show that is about characters that are on the side, and they do questing. <laughs> oh, oh, there's so much build up to this, and, and, and let me just say, you knocked it right out of the park. Right out of the park, you just knocked that. Um, I had you. two different. I had two different plans for potential openers, and, uh, and oh boy, that one just... Mm, um, oh, I like it. Anyway, my name is Ty. Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, like Sam said, this is Sam, and now this is me, Ty, and we're going to be uh, taking you guys on a little adventure. Are you excited? Are you going to edit an audience saying, yes, we're excited, or clapping? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll put in some, some clapping. Oh, boy, Ty, let's hope that finding that audience clapping sound is easy, because otherwise I'm going to be real mad at myself for saying I'm going to do that. Um... Anyway, yeah, I'll put in a little audience clapping. Aw, oh, man, you guys are you guys are the best. You guys are so lovely. Uh, calm Great down, audience. everybody. Great, Great audience. audience. Oh, boy. Oh. Anyway, um, so uh, do you have... It, it has been a ridiculously long amount of time since we last recorded. As everybody, I'm sure, is aware and experiencing, uh, hey, pandemic, all that life. Yeah, that's kind of thrown things for a loop for us. Uh, last time we recorded, Sam, do you remember when that was? Um, probably six weeks ago. Yeah, it was a month and a half to two months ago. It was in May. Uh, it's it's July right now for for listeners. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We, we've been busy. Sorry. We've of. been busy. We've been busy. So, do you need any any update about what was what was going on? You have any uh, questions or or? So I think I remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Leslie had arrived at the tower, which is where Doctor Tucker, uh, Professor Tucker. Professor. Well, if he got a PhD, then he, he can be doctor. So doctor. I don't know Tuck- what the what the acad- academic situation in this world is. Whatever, Doctor Tucker. <laughs> um, give him the respect he's due. Mm-hmm, fair. I had dropped off my my flying bike and feather, and so they're safe. So feather is safe because the reason why it's important that feather is safe is because I followed some smokish stuff that I saw off in the the, the woods-ish field to the left or the right of the tower. I'm not sure. I'm not good at directions. And I saw somebody who is very tall and covered in blood by a fire. And I don't know yet if that person has seen me, but I have definitely seen them. And this could be messy. Yes, accurate. All of that is correct. Um, I'm not going to add anything else to it because for the listeners, it has only been two weeks, unlike us. All right. Are you ready to hop in? Yeah. All right. see a tall woman wearing unusual rough clothing. Her green skin is illuminated by a shifting light coming from the campfire between you two. 
She looks powerful and threatening, not least because she is covered in dried blood, but also because she has a long, stained blade at her side. A skinned goat is roasting over the fire. She looks straight into your eyes. What is your name? Okay, so how far away is she from me? Uh, I would say about 30 feet. Okay. Um, so like far enough away that- so she like shouted. Uh, she has said this like not shouting, but like kind of under her breath, but still very loud, if that makes sense. Like growly. Because if she's 30 feet away and we are like outside, then her voice might like diffuse into the air, you know what I mean? So like she'd have to be loud. Yeah, she's she's loud. Her voice carries, um, but but she doesn't she doesn't sound like she she doesn't look like she was shouting really. But but I suppose yeah, she has a loud voice. Okay, so I am going to ask a question, which probably is going to be, oh Sam, you need to roll a dice for this. So I, I okay. will be prepared to roll a dice. <laughs> okay. So my thinking is because recently I was listening to the Wicked soundtrack. I have Alphaba in my head, and so you said green okay. skin. Yes. Which is, I'm assuming, unusual? Roll me a... So you're just thinking about, like, green skin in the history of this world. Roll right, me like a history what I, what I know, yeah, like, what I know, what, like, group of people, like, is this normal? Is I, this a group of people? Or I will tell you, I will tell you, uh, without rolling anything, you know this is unusual. Um, if you want to know more, you can roll a history check. Okay, I do want to know if I know more, because remember, Leslie reads a lot... So yes. she might know shit about shit. Also, are we allowed to say shit? <laughs> yes. Okay, shush, 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 I've got to roll. Okay, okay, roll that, roll that shush. them bones. Audience, be quiet. 14. With a 14, you know that, basically what I, what I said before, uh, people with green skin, that is not a normal thing. Okay, I get that it's unusual, but is it like, Unusual, like, I've never seen this before. This is the first time I should be very concerned. Or is it, I know that this is a thing that exists, but it's very rare. Gotcha. So you know that green skin is incredibly unusual. Like, you have never, ever seen a humanoid creature with green skin, uh, save maybe maybe you've met a dragonborn before. Or, or goblins. Goblins have green skin. But this person is tall, 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 tall. She is very tall. And so this that is very unusual for her, for somebody of her size. The only thing that, like, this maybe makes some, you know, rings a bell in your mind is... So there are stories of, like, orcs, but you would probably assume that those weren't real. Like, it's not, like, if they were real, there have not been any orcs for um, hundreds of hey, years. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty. Yeah. What's an orc? Uh, okay. So, you know how um, halflings are to humans and gnomes are to elves? Um, I did not know that, but sure. Well, goblins are to orcs. So, basically, it is a, a tall, a very tall humanoid person, usually very muscular, usually green, gray, or, yeah, usually green or gray skin tone, and that's, 
most of what you would know about them. I feel like I would think that they were real because if I live in a world that has elves and goblins and all this other stuff, I feel like I, I would be like... If you've uh, heard of them, that you'd probably yeah, be like... Yeah, I would think that they're yeah. real. I mean, I don't know if I would think that they were, like, real now. I might think that maybe, yeah. like, I don't know, they died out or something or something horrible, some, like, genocide happened or something like that. I don't know, but... You definitely know that there are no, like... That they are not a a big part of the population. You live in you've been living in the most diverse city in the world for a few years, and like you've never heard any inkling of one. So that's sort of like the the rarity level we're talking. But did I ever read about it in a book? Uh, with a fourteen, I will say not any more than what I not any more information than what I've said before already. Rude. So rude. You see them take that long stained blade and stick Wait, the point. I haven't point. said anything yet. Okay. They're not doing anything yet. They're just going to say something. They were just going to say something to you. Yeah, but they already asked me a question. Okay. This is all happening very quick in my mind. And in just a moment, in the briefest flash. Right. Because let, well, because Leslie doesn't want to, like, Leslie doesn't want to be rude. See, if it was me, Sam, I might be very, very scared and nervous. Leslie is probably also scared and nervous because she's not dumb, but at the same time, <laughs> she also, like, cares about other people and, like, doesn't want to seem like she's staring at this person or, like, being rude to this person because, like, she doesn't know what happens. Like, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, yeah. it could be the crusted blood could be, like, a fashion statement. Or, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Or, I mean, there is an animal on the spit. Like, maybe she really struggled killing her dinner. Like, it's hard. Yeah. So what are you going to do? <laughs> you going to say something to somebody? I will say something. I just, I have okay. to remember my, um, my voice. Oh boy, it's been so long. <sighs> Hello, governor. That is not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. It could totally be this voice, prim and proper. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, then. All right, is that what you're going to do? May I have a word? Is, is that what you're gonna do? Okay, just tell me right now. Is that what you're gonna do? Because I'll roll no, with it if that's what you're gonna. No. Okay. What? I just. Okay. Joking around. Jeez. <laughs> um, I think it was more southern, is what I landed yes. on. Yes. Um, which fits with your world. Oh well. Uh, m- my name is Leslie. Uh, it's uh nice to meet you. Um, uh, w- what is your name, sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am? Yes. What is your name? <laughs> Leslie. She kind of tilts her head as she says your name. Also, as I say my name, I kind of have my, my like, hands on my hips a little bit, and I'm kind of, like, swaying all, like, dandy. <laughs> okay. Kind of, kind of in a, like, a, like a, this is, this is my nervous energy is, like, I'm gonna sway, but I'm gonna have my hands on my hips so you can see my hands, because I'm not being yeah. threatening. At least I'm trying not to be. Gotcha. Leslie. <sighs> she looks like she is... She's kind of rolling the word Leslie, which she's repeating to herself some at first loud, but then it kind of quiets a little bit. And it looks like she's like rolling, rolling something around in her mouth. Like she's tasting the word almost. That's not ominous. Leslie, 
And then she shakes her head, and you see her grip tighten on the blade, and she starts to step forward towards you, slowly walking forwards. That's not it. That's not it. Um, I don't exactly know what you mean. My name is Leslie, and right now I've forgotten my last name, but I have a last name. Um, <laughs> I wrote it down. I'll find it later. Okay, cool. Um, uh, but that, that is my name. Uh, I don't have a birth certificate on me or anything, if, if, but um, I, I know actually up up, up the way, uh, Dr. Tucker, who, who lives in the tower up there, he could totally vouch for Leslie being my Tucker. name. Tucker. She pauses maybe 10 feet in front of you, having closed the gap pretty quickly uh, as you were panic talking, and, and she rolls Tucker. Tucker. She rolls that around in her mouth again, the same way she did with yours. And then you see a slight pull of her, her lips, and she smiles. Good, you, you know him. He's, he's, he's known around here. People, people know him as a person. So. Tucker, that, that can be my name now. And then she is going to uh, take her sword and strike at you. What? That is so <laughs> rude. It's very rude. Oh my god. You didn't tell me I was going to have to fight? I, you knew it was coming eventually. But not like a person. I don't have my flying bike. You made me lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, does a wow does a 21 hit yes <laughs> almost certainly wait where do I find my hit points oh it's uh, my armor so class it's your armor class yes yeah that hits yeah that is going to be oh not that bad uh, 5 slashing damage she um, swipes out at you with this blade and then crashes it down on uh, towards you but she hits you with the flat side of the blade and bounces it against against your shoulder. And now I it is your turn. I immediately start screaming. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> like in pain or in fear or what? What is happening here? I don't know, just like knee-jerk reaction, but I'm just <laughs> that's screaming. Fair. I mean, that's fair. That is very fair. Uh, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> Do you do anything else? Do you run? Do you a attack back? Um, I think I have, like, in my pocket, I'm just, like, screaming, and I have that, like, glove thing. Yeah? I don't really know what it does, but I kind of, like, put it on and kind of, like, stick it out to, like, cover my face. Oh, does it, nice. Does it do anything? Uh, yes. Also, Leslie has, like, remember, Leslie doesn't really know what it does either, but she's just, like, freaking out knee-jerk reaction. Okay, so there's there's two things that you might use here. One of them is defensive, and one of them is offensive. Defensive. The defensive one? Okay. So you raise your hand and instinctually, uh, like as you, you've pulled this glove over your hand, you instinctually activate a spell that is, that is embroidered into the white cloth uh, with various um, arithmetic symbols. As you, you raise your hand up, a glowing field of force energy covers your body, providing a, a shield over you. Uh, until the start of your next turn, you've gained a plus five to your AC. Uh, does that maybe get you to 21? No. 
Ah, dang. Uh, no, no, I did this after she hit me. Oh, she. Okay, so this is on your turn. You are doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so it'll it'll work on the next. Uh, so if she attacks you again, it'll work again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you you have that shield over you. Um, that is a and I'm reaction. Still you're still screaming. That is a reaction to use that. So if you want to do anything else with your action, you can. Uh, the screaming. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, so she is going to, uh, as you scream and are covered in this, uh, what what does the, the the magical force field look like? Like what, what color is it? Like what is, is it just like a translucent shield or does it have like symbols baked into it? What does it look like? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shimmery, um, like, kind of almost like a like a giant contacts lens, <laughs> kind of just, like, concave like that. <laughs> um, and it does have, like, uh, different... And the symbols are um, actually, um, uh, like, like, equations. Okay. And as I'm, like, screaming, I'm kind of looking at it, and then I kind of get distracted, and I kind of stop screaming... And I'm kind of just like <laughs> looking at the symbols and I kind of like don't pay attention to her anymore because I'm just like, what? I've never seen equations used this way before. And yeah, so I'm distracted by that. Nice. Um, so as you are uh, looking at, at this this thing, um, Tucker, the orc, takes their sword and also is, is a little taken aback for a moment by this, this shield, then looks at you and... Like smiles a little bit, and then tries to uh, slam their sword through the shield. I see them about to do that, and I say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 wait! I need to write these down first. And I try to grab my um, my notebook. Um, uh, do I need to do like a persuasion or something to get them to like not hit it? Uh, I think that they are going to follow through with this swing because you're trying to interrupt them in the, the middle of the thing but maybe on your next turn you can try to get them to uh, to hold off again if if they don't manage to break through okay oh actually uh 14 that does not hit does it not hit thanks to the shield or would you have thanks succeeded? to the shield yeah nice um so yeah it bounces off of the shield and following that sort of concave contact lens shape sort of grinds off and uh, then slams against the ground. And at that point, um, she smiles at you again. What do you do on your turn? Uh, I start to write down the equations. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Roll me a, uh, I don't know, like, a a sleight of hand or arcana arcana maybe or maybe like charisma because i'm kind of trying to like i'm not trying to trying do to... this but like maybe i'm trying to like charm her with my like weird oddity of like just being a little bit of a goofball i don't know i will say you can roll me a either arcana or sleight of hand and if it does well enough for for you to succeed in like writing this stuff down then i'll also like Okay. I'll I'll let you use your uh, do a, a some sort of crazy okay. check. I'll do Arcana. We're really bending how how the D and D rules work, but that's okay. I, know. I don't mind. You you knew I would though. Oh, I knew you would. Okie dokie. Ooh, that's a nineteen. Uh, and so was that Arcana or is that Slide? Arcana. 
Okay, so you you managed to like looking over these. You've like get uh, with maybe some shorthand like write down. Really I know quickly. how to write equations down. Yeah, yeah. You pop out your. Uh, well, you tell me what this looks like. Hmm. I feel like it's gonna be a mix of like geometry, and then maybe some like because I'm in the very regression mindset. Maybe some some like you know, regression type language, like some and structural equation modeling type stuff. I don't know. Why not throw that in there? Some like betas and some mu's and some gammas and, you know, all <laughs> them Greek letters. Okay. I, I meant more of like, uh, tell me what it looks like you doing the act of this, not what oh, the I actual like thing frenzied. you write down. Yeah. I'm like writing it down because I still kind of have my hand up, I guess. <laughs> so um, you have like, <laughs> that's very good. But I'm, but Leslie is ambidextrous, I've decided. Because I feel like gotcha. she would have taken the time to learn to write with both hands, just so that way she could even like multitask with like taking notes on one sheet and notes on another sheet. So I feel like she would. I, I really, I really like this image of you just like holding up your your left hand to hold up the shield, and then you're just like, wait, 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 wait. Let me just get this real quick. Is is that all you're gonna do with your turn? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's yeah. that's kind of yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you are doing that. You see Tucker sort of raising their their sword up for a third strike, but oh right God. as they're but right as they're doing that, you hear three different like <laughs> sound of, of things striking the ground, and looking uh, around Tucker's feet, you see these three little daggers, these three throwing knives sticking into the ground, sticking into their feet, and tripping them up, catching uh, catching her right in the middle of her strike. It was just, it's just enough to interrupt the attack that she was about to deliver to you. And it is uh, your turn again if you want to do something. Okay, I'm, I'm, Leslie's confused. Okay, at this point your shield has dissipated, by the way, uh, because that's a, a temporary thing. Okay, so maybe uh, I kind of like get up and like look around and I want to get away at this point. Um but I also don't want to run into someone who's throwing daggers and could also kill me. So I think I'm kind of like looking around to see if there's a safe direction for me to run. So as you were, are looking around, uh, you turn and you see a tall figure kind of coming from around the lighthouse. Uh, they are roughly, roughly six feet tall, slender, and you notice that just like Tucker, um, this person has a green skin, but unlike Tucker, it is scaly. Are they dragonborn? They are a dragonborn. Ooh, um, ooh, is it? Is it? Is it? Um, not in on what's his what's his face? Uh, it is a single figure, and they uh, they are rushing forward. You see them holding some more throwing knives in their hands and keeping their eyes directly at this figure, and uh, they run up beside you, and they say. Uh, hello, my friend. Uh, I, I knew sorry, it. I just happened to stumble upon you. I knew um, it. This... I said it was not or a bear. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, hello, my friend. I, I'm sorry. I, I've just I oversaw this this dreadful attack. Are, are you all right? Um, and the, uh, they are sort of trying to stand between you and and Tucker. Um, it's like, like um, uh, I'm all right. I think for for now. Uh, what's going on? I, I, have, I have no idea who this, this figure is. You get out of here, get to safety. I will take care of them. I will dispatch them very quickly. Are you going to kill him? Uh, 
they they have a, a look on their their face of like roll me an insight check real quick. Okay. Oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a versus charisma or versus uh, deception. <laughs> uh, fifteen. They rolled an eight. Uh no, no, of, of course not. I would never hurt a fly. Um, you can tell that you don't know for sure that they were going to kill this person, but they definitely don't have any qualms about it. Um, hmm. Let me think. It's, this is a very confusing situation for that I put you in, huh? You have. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah. Well, I'm thinking that maybe I should get, like, Dr. Tucker involved. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll say, and this is, maybe this is being too trusting, but I feel like I wouldn't be trusting, but, like, Leslie would be, so. Okay, great. How about you stay here with, with, uh, uh, uh this Tucker, and I'm gonna go find my <laughs> Dr. Tucker, and I'll bring him back, and he'll know what to do. I'm sure of it. Just hang tight. I'll be right back. And I run away to go get Dr. Tucker. Uh, she's... Sure, uh, and he gives you sort of a nod and um, smiles. And as you you go away, um, I I don't know I don't know what Tucker says, but it, it's it's sound you, some sort of unpleasant sound as you run to the lighthouse. Is it unpleasant sound of them dying? No, no, it's not a it, it's it's more of a unpleasant sound just in general, not not like a a death cry. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so I run up to the tower and I'm and I'm like banging on the door. I'm like, Doctor Tucker, come quick! <laughs> I'm just shouting. Uh, <laughs> so I think when you when you um, start slamming on the door, uh, so you, you this is a a tall stone tower, um, and I have a bunch of narration for like what it looks like, but I feel like this is not the time. Yes, uh, not the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying attention. I'm just banging on a door. Yeah, you're just banging on doors. Welcome to Side Trivia Quest, a special sponsored segment brought to you by Flying Crow Coffee. Flying Crow Coffee, super fresh coffees, roasted in tiny batches? Today we're joined by friend of the show and longtime friend of myself, Eli. Say hi, Eli. Hey, Ty. Are you ready for your... um, How many questions have there been? Are you ready for your... fourth. (laughs) Yes. Are you ready for your fourth question, Eli? Probably not. Great. Question number four. There's only been one time where I, the DM, has prepared a story arc and then had to cancel it because the player became unavailable. What was the character concept for the player character? This is a real real trivia question, so I will give you real multiple choice. A. A goblin artificer with a heart of gold. B. A corgi paladin. C. Eli, queen of the raccoons. Or D. An agent of a corrupt government. Okay. If it's Eli, queen of the raccoons, then that would be insanely awesome, and I wish it would be that. I'm pretty sure a corgi paladin was a character you made once and died immediately. So it's either A or D. I'm going to say Goblin Artificer with a Heart of Gold. Is that your final answer? Yes. 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh-huh. agent of a corrupt government. Agent of corrupt government is what we were looking for. Uh, well, that was fun. Thanks again to Flying Crow Coffee. Make sure to use the discount code SCQ10 at checkout to let them know we sent you and to get 10% off a single order or off your first subscription order. Find them at flyingcrowcoffee.com. It'll be in the show notes. Back to the show. I completely forgot about that. There is a uh, sort of a, a stone building that is attached to the lighthouse that has an entrance, and as you knock on the door for it, it swings open, and uh, you enter into a foyer. There's sort of... Mm, I Once again, I don't think it's time for the narration that I had planned, so... You just rush into this foyer, rush into the space, and there's a bunch of like cushy chairs next to you. It's it's, it's fairly um, small, and you can see a door leading deeper inside, uh, back to presumably where Tucker is working. And there is a a small creature uh, that is curled up on a stool right in front of the door. Is it furry? Uh, it is furry. It's covered with these brown and yellow furs. Is it a uh, kitty? Um. As you approach this creature, which is curled into a ball, it it lazily raises its long neck, and you can see it has two little prong antlers. Uh, I'm I'm holding up my hands, but you can't see me because we don't have a webcam. Uh, Two little prong antlers on the top of its head, um, and it looks at you with these very small but, like, distinctly knowing eyes. And, uh, and, and as it speaks to you, it, it has, like, its voice has a kind of weird ethereal quality, and it starts to say... I had a cat like that once. Yeah. It starts to say, um, If you wish to open this door, you must do for me one chore. Solve my riddle with your head, and you may have one night's bed. We do not oh, have time yeah. for this! There is somebody out there trying to kill people, and then another person who's trying to kill another person. Uh, I need to get oh, Dr. Oh, Tucker no. immediately. Uh, there, there's ruffians about? Oh, no. You see this this creature, uh, which was curled up into a ball, like, stand up, and it, it's just, like, has these really, like, weird proportions, but but it's it looks at you very panicked-like, and then uh, looks back back down the hallway um, and says, uh, uh, one moment, please. I, I'll get professor, I'll get to the professor right away. And you see its body kind of like become strangely like liquid almost as it just sort of pours off of the stool and like down in a way faster than you would think would be possible for something its size. Um, and it just sort Question. of disappears down the hallway. Yes. Have I, do I know what this type of creature is? Have I seen it before or have I read about it? Do you want uh, me to do so, a history check? Yeah, do a history check. And again, this is all happening very quickly. In my brain. Yes, I'm, I'm imagining this happening very, very suddenly. I've cut out so much uh, narration, fellas. 24. 24. Give me that knowledge, please. So you know interacting with this, this creature, just like looking at this creature. First of all, exactly what type of animal it is supposed to be 
you cannot tell. Like it is, it is clearly like unrecognizable. Um, it looks like it's maybe supposed to be normally much bigger than this thing appeared to be, but the way that it, it is speaking to you, the way that the the knowledge behind its eyes, the strange way that it like left, where it just sort of became not literally liquid, but it moved with this this fluid nature all point to this being some sort of familiar which is basically a a spirit mm, like uh, that is huh i mean maybe like feather. um but n- maybe uh basically a familiar is you you know from your research is basically a spirit or that has taken the form of an usually the form of an animal and has allied itself with some sort of longtime practitioner of the arcane and so, presumably, this is uh, Tucker's uh, familiar. Right, and a feather is mine. <laughs> of course. So, as you uh, as you are, do you just, like, I assume you're just waiting for him to come back? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to be a snoop. Cool. As you are waiting for, um, for them to come back, you hear, like, way back, kind of quiet off in the background, you hear some, some like, conversation. Um, just some like quiet words that are hard and not really noticeable. And then it gets like louder and, and there's some shouting. And then you hear a door slam down the hall. And then the door uh, in front of you bursts open. The chair that was that was sitting in front of it gets thrown to the side. What is going on? I need to show me. Come, come where? What is happening? Jan just gave me a brief, a uh, brief. Uh, show me what, what is going on? You said that there's some some people fighting outside. Yes, there is. Come, come quick! And I and I and I grab their hand, and then I like run with them out the door to the field. Okay, um, they they follow uh, they follow out after you. You guys like run past the uh, goat pens, and as you do, uh, Professor Tucker sees the fireplace where there's like a skinned goat, and he's like, "Oh man! Oh god! What are my price goats?" Then uh, his view shifts, and he sees. Um, he sees, um, he sees Tucker and not, and they are locked in the, in combat right now. Uh, let me roll a couple of dice real quick just to see how well they're holding up against one another. Meanwhile, Leslie is very upset that he's fighting. Yes, this first one is not, not did very well. A 19, and then this next one is Tucker. Tucker did really poorly, a seven. Um, Tucker. That Tucker did uh, has been doing very badly. So um, not much time has passed. Like maybe this has been maybe all the uh, matter of like a minute. But in the time that you guys have left, uh, you come upon a scene uh, where where Not has a pretty gnarly gash on his on one of his arms. Uh, meanwhile, Tucker, it Tucker is all tied up. Uh, you see a dagger, one of those same throwing daggers from before, uh, stuck in the back of her shoulder. And you also see that she has just gotten basically like lassoed by various uh, like cords, I-, I guess. I don't know. Not has really just like managed to turn the tide for her. And you get the feeling that if you gave this another two or three minutes, Not would have ended this battle. Okay, so I'm kind of just like shocked and I'm like, stop! Don't don't hurt them. We have to do something. And maybe I like run up and like take the dagger out of um, the person's shoulder. As you you run up uh, and I can and do interf- a medicine check if you'd like. Yeah, I, I think. Um, or are you gonna just w- let me do it? 
I, I'm gonna ask that you roll me a just a general charisma check to both see how well you get not to just like follow your lead and also how well you convince uh, Tucker. Uh, Tucker that um, you are on their side in this moment. 16. Uh, yeah, they both, um, like, as you as you approach, not uh, looks at you and looks at the situation, looks over at Professor Tucker and nods. Uh, I can see that you have things uh, quite well under control around here. Uh, and then he looks over at um, Professor Tucker and he says, Please uh, make sure that this one does not get into any more trouble. I, well, she's an important asset. And uh, then you see him just sort of turn and walk away. And I say, wait, wait, what's your name? Uh, hello, friend. Um, he turns back and does this super over-the-top big bow with this really ostentatious flourish. Says, ew, gross. I mean, yeah. Sam says, ew, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name, my friend, is not important. Uh, what is important? Wow, Ty. <laughs> I came up with wow, that on the spot. Ty. Uh, oh my god, Ty, no Ty. No Ty. Uh, what is important is that you continue to do your part to make this world a better place. Uh, farewell. And uh, he turns and, and walks away. Unless you were going to stop him. No. Okay. Um, meanwhile, uh, Tucker looks at uh, the two of you and is like all bound up still uh, and sees you like pull this this knife um, out of their their back. Uh, roll me that medicine check. Okay. Let me see if I have any spells first that sure. are medicine-y because I, I haven't done any of my own spell cast. No, I guess I just do regular medicine check. I'm sure I've read books. Yes. Okay, that is a 16. Yeah, so um, I, I, I don't know exactly how medicine check works as far as, like, doing, uh, you know, health points and whatever. But I will say that at the very least, you can remove this knife safely and patch up any of the wound, uh, considering you have, you know, you're not in the middle of combat and Tucker is allowing this, uh, is not fighting back against you. Um, so you uh, start to uh, patch up this wound for them. And, uh, and yeah, they, they, they're calm, and they, they look, as you were doing that, they, they look at you and they say, um, you're, you're a strange one. My grandma tells me that all the time. Well, uh, sorry for striking at you earlier, but I, I, hmm. She has a, a, a look on her face that is uh, kind of confused. I, um, where are we? We're in Mount Renna. Um, uh, excuse me, um, this is all well and good, but uh, are you, do you happen to have any, like, money or anything you pay for this goat that you just killed of mine? Dr. Tucker, uh, now is not the time. Can't you see? She must be starving. She's confused. She doesn't know where she is. Can't we show a little kindness? I mean, I would be a little bit more, uh... I mean, she doesn't show a lot of kindness to the goat is all I'm saying. But I, I get your point, though. Okay, um, that's perfectly reasonable. Perfectly fine. Uh, 
Oh my god, what have we done? Okay, uh, he he starts goes up to um, Tucker and starts cutting the the binds that are, are on her legs right now that are sort of holding her in place um, and releases her. As he does that, um, there's a moment you can sort of see Tucker sort of tense up as he approaches with the with the little pocket knife, um, and you see her flick her legs just sort of make sure that she can move um, at full mobility as she as he does that. But uh, can she I tell you otherwise. What I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So as this is happening, Leslie is trying to like understand this person, and I think that Leslie is like she's a people person, and I think she's. She's very naive for the most mm-hmm. part, and I think she she definitely does assume the best of people, but I do think that she has particular skills in understanding the misunderstood. I think that that's where okay. her like ability to think about people is is at its best. Because I think because again, I think she assumes that people are, are good inside and so she looks for that in people. And I think with this person she is seeing the way that they're they're responding and the fact that they seem confused and the fact that they seemed like tense that when when dr tucker approached she's thinking and and if you want me to roll for this or something but i I think that she's thinking that maybe something like horrible has happened to this person and maybe this person has experienced some type of trauma um and so she's kind of drawing on that to kind of feel empathy for this person who seems really scary um but leslie knows that you know, looks can be deceiving. I, 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 uh, I am not going to have you roll for that because I feel like that's all stuff that you reasonably could have, could have put together from this. And I don't see what, I don't see what better of a read of the situation you could have gotten by rolling. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe you, if you want to like ask any other questions, but like, I, I feel like that's, I feel like it's a good headspace to be in right now. Okay, cool. I just wanted to know if I'm like, if I'm I've, if I'm reading it right, if Leslie's I, reading it right, I appreciate. If you wanna, if you, I think that you're in a good headspace right there, um, and so I'm not gonna have you roll for anything with that. What it, what do you do with that perception, that insight? Um. So I think that I mean it's just I think this is just to explain like how Leslie is approaching this person and that she's kind of drawing on this insight to feel empathy for this person that mm-hmm. you know she was terrified of legitimately terrified of a little bit reasonably terrified of. a little while ago reasonably terrified of so i think that's to say i guess i just want to make it clear that like leslie is not being like stupid like i like her kindness is not from stupidity but her kindness is from a deeper empathy that she has I don't know if she's like instinctually has this empathy or if she's had to teach this to herself over time, yeah. but like I just want to like put out kind of my reasoning behind the character and and what's happening right now, which is again, like it's not her just being so optimistic to the point of being dumb, but like her actually digging deep and finding empathy for for other people because at the end of the day, I think this is something that Leslie really values is a skill is for all of us to kind of step back and feel empathy for people who we don't understand or we don't know because at the end of the day we probably have more in common than we than we have different and i think that's just how leslie approaches the world i really appreciate that insight into the character thank you you're welcome um what do you how what what does that lead you to do next are you going to say something to her are you going to do something in this moment or well, I don't know if we need to, like, 
script it unless you, unless you want to. But no, I'm, no, I, I'm I'm asking you to tell me what is happening next. Not okay. not like scripting it, like do it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I'm thinking that at this point, Tucker, Tucker, um, kind of trusts Leslie, sees that Doctor Tucker is at a threat. Doctor Tucker is kind of going along with Leslie for the most part. So I would imagine that. I somehow cajole Dr. Tucker into letting Tucker come in to like get a shower and clean up and then maybe get, you know, some, some food to eat. Um, well, I don't want to just like invite Tucker into a place that's not my house that I've never been. Um, so, so do you pull Professor Tucker off to the side? Yeah, or? I ask pull Professor Tucker off to the side and, and I tell him, and, and I don't know if I want, like, I don't know exactly how I want to say this, but basically say something to the effect of like, this person looks like they really need our help. They seem a little, they seem scared themselves and they seem really confused and, you know, they, they can be violent and it might actually be better for them and for potentially other people they could run into if we kind of take them home, clean them up, they get to be in a safe space, they can have some food, they can rest and maybe we can help them kind of understand what's going on. Um, and, and be helpful and then maybe because it's nighttime and in the morning maybe we could get like a doctor or somebody to come and, and help I I don't know about that I mean I get your point I guess but um hey this oh man uh roll me a charisma check maybe a persuasion persuasion check <laughs> okay that was a seven uh I, I think with that, um, you're going to have to do something or, or either do something to, like, sort of take response. Uh, okay, here, here, let me, let me, let me, I'll do this in character. I, I, I don't know, Leslie. Uh, it seems like a kind of a dangerous situation. If you could do something to, like, maybe ensure that that she'll be on her best behavior or, I don't know, you talk to her and get her, her opinion on this. If, if she says... If she says that she's gonna be on her best behavior, then I'll let her come in. That's great. I want to help people, but um, I, I, I want, I want her word that she's not gonna go around stabbing me with that big old sword. Okay. Covered with like rust and blood. Totally fair. I'll ask her. Hey. Okay. And I go over. I'm like, okay, Tucker. Or I just say, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would say, Tucker. I just say, Tucker. Um, I have this idea that maybe if you if you, if you want to, you don't have to, but if, if you want to, you, you could come back with us up to, to the tower and we could get you cleaned up, get you some food. Um, but we just want to wanna know if that's if okay with you and, and you'd like to do that if you just promise to not murder us. <laughs> Okay, I have, I have, I have, I have a question here. Um, should I have like I feel like what you have presented is a very like good thing for them, and so they should take it. Should I have them roll an insight to to see whether they trust you, or should I have you roll like a charisma or persuasion or something to you know convince them to come along? Well, I don't. Maybe them, just because I'm not... Like, I'm, I'm making it, like, they don't have to take it. The option. Okay. okay. Like, I'm not trying to force them to do anything they don't want to do. I just think it'd be a good idea. They rolled a 17. So I am going to say that they uh, they get that you are being totally honest here. And, um... I... 
I could really use um, some rest. Uh, and she stands up and she picks up the long blade, um, which had been resting next to her. But I'm not leaving this. Fair, totally fair. And he, and he, he says, uh, she says that looking directly at Professor Tucker. Okay, all right. And uh, and yeah, so she she walks uh, she walks with you. Uh, I guess she probably also grabs the now like the the non burned parts of this goat that was roasting over a fire, but probably kind of caught a little bit during the scuffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's chewing on a, a goat leg as you guys like walk up to the uh, to the tower. Cool, cool. Um, so at this point, uh, I guess I will read the narration that you were originally going to get. <laughs> okay. All right. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Yeah, I will. Um, so you approach a tall stone tower. Uh, the top of the structure, Professor Tucker's tower, uh, is made of panes of glass of many colors, and there's an intense beam of light bursting out into the fog and clouds. The light turns and turns in the top Ooh, of the like tower. is it like a lighthouse? It is like a lighthouse. I think I might have said that in pre- past episodes, but it is, it's been forever. Uh, <laughs> and it is so bright that you can easily imagine it providing a guidepost for mountaineers in even the worst of storms and the densest of fogs. You'd probably guess this is what, like what Tucker spotted uh, when they made their way over here, uh, what led them to this location. Walking past the goat pens, Professor Tucker grabs onto the wooden handle of the cast iron door that leads into that same small stone building where you met uh, Jer, uh, Tucker's familiar, earlier. This space, you know, now that you have a little bit more time to pay attention to it, you can tell that it's much younger than the tower itself. And as you walk in, you see uh, lanterns, uh, or a lantern hanging from the ceilings. Um, <laughs> A lantern hanging from the ceiling. You see a couple of cushy chairs uh, sitting next to the door as you walk in. Across from the small space, you see the um, stool that Jer had been sitting on earlier that's now just sort of sprawled out into the middle of the room. Uh, And you see the little cushion that they were sitting on um, sitting next to it. Jer is standing in front of that door, fully just like legs out straight, neck up tall and is uh, looking directly at at you guys um, a little bristly uh, a little bit like a cat looking at a dog. Told you um, it's a cat. It's not a cat though. It's very clearly yeah, not a cat. Yeah, but it's like a cat in spirit, okay? It's yeah. a cat. It's a cat. It's a fair. Um, it looks uh, to you, Sam, if you were to see it it would look like a one foot tall giraffe. I'm still seeing a cat in my mind. That's fair. Um, Taka, um... Uh, yes. What? No. no. Uh, Tucker, Professor, Professor Tucker. Um, who's who are your friends here? Uh, this is uh, Leslie, uh, who I told you to be expecting. Um, and this is a uh, a new friend who apparently is also named Tucker. That's a little confusing, but okay. Um, by the way, uh, 
this room is, you know, fairly short. Um, it, you didn't really notice that at first when you came in, uh, because you're, you're what, like five, four or five, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say I'm five, five. I want to give myself some extra inches in this fantasy world. Okay. <laughs> so you're five, five. Uh, but Tucker is super tall and is like grazing the top of this room. Uh, they're like crouching a little bit. Um, we, we actually only have, uh, two bedrooms. We just have the one for me and one for people coming through. So, uh, which I had that prepared for you, but. Oh, I can share with Tucker if, if, uh, if Tucker, if you don't mind. And I turned to, mm, turn to her. Um, sure. Cool. Oh, Dr. Tucker, uh, I have my, my, uh, my friend Feather also outside with my bike. Can I bring Feather in? It's getting awfully cold out. Uh, yeah, sure. Let, let her on in. Uh, okay, that's... and then I come, I, I go out, and then I quickly come back with a chicken on my shoulder. Uh... <laughs> I didn't say what feather was. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, 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 wait, no, T- uh, Professor Tucker met, met Heather before, didn't she, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he probably did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello, hello, uh, friend. And, uh, Jared just kind of, like, stares at it with, uh... Yeah, and with... Feather stares back, knowingly. <laughs> All right, well, uh... I guess uh, I'll show you to your room. Um, and uh, <laughs> Jer- Jer's like, I had, oh, but I had a riddle prepared. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, it's no time for that. All right. Um, and he pushes past Jer and opens up into a little hallway. Um, there's sort of a, a thin hallway that um, you see three doors on the, the side of the hallway and then one door presumably leading into the lighthouse on the other end. Well, this this first room's just like a storeroom. It's just got some food supplies and stuff. Uh, you know, if you need to dip in, then go ahead um, for, like, eggs or oh i guess you got that covered uh but anything else like that you need you can pop into there um that room on the end that's mine uh and then here's here's your spot uh, both of your spot i guess uh and he he opens up this this very old like worn uh wooden door um and into this bedroom that is it feels just like super it looks super cozy inside like it, it looks like it looks like the guest room in like your grandmother's house. Like that that's sort of the feel of it. Like just like old and cozy and like well well worn and well used. And there's one bed because I was only thinking that you'd you'd be by yourself, but uh but uh yeah, but there is room um next to the bed if somebody wanted to crash on the floor. Cool, cool. And I think at this point, uh, as you guys are, are getting ready to, to sort of settle in, I think that's the place to stop because I don't know what, what's going to be happening next. Yeah, because I feel like Leslie wouldn't be trying to ask Tucker any questions tonight because clearly, like, a lot has happened and, like, she doesn't want to be pushy or, or, or mean or scare Tucker off. But I think in the morning, Leslie might try to start to figure out what what Tucker's deal is. Yeah. I, that makes a lot of sense. Well, Sam, thank you again for joining me. Okay, the end. See, you can cut it right in there. <laughs> I okay. I'm 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 happy with with that being the ending. Pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter. Thank you.
Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. saw Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? <laughs> oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi. I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan and Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts. This is just going to all just be bloop stuff. Kai's going to have to edit all of this out. Because I'm sure it's very annoying to the ears. By the way, is this a hen or is this a rooster? I've always pictured a hen. I don't really think it matters. Doesn't matter? Okay, that's fair. Um, can I have my own opening? Yeah, I mean, if you have something in mind. I don't have anything in mind. <laughs> well, do you want to, do you want to, like, just go for it? Or do you want to uh, come up with something and have it next time? You mean, like, ad lib? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Do do you want to improv the opening this time, but it'll be your improv? Well, or the only Ty listen the do you last want to time. Plan listen, it. no Ty listen. No listen. Yeah. The last okay, time yeah. the last mm-hmm. time I improved was in middle school. Okay. So you're not gonna do that. So you wanna come up with it and then have it next time to surprise me with. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do that. I'll forget. Okay, well I can remind you if you want. But you'll forget. I'll put it in my notes. <laughs> okay. Sam comes up with one next time. You okay? See, the thing is, you can't start getting nervous about what it's going to be. It's going to be like three weeks from now. You don't need to worry about it right now. Um. And now, live from New York, <laughs> it's Sad Character Quest Night. Or whenever you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, which could be in yeah. the morning, I guess. No, it's it's pe- most people listen to this on side character night. Um, ah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fade out. I'm doing hand gestures, even though I don't have my webcam, so you can't see me. But I want you to know that they are happening. Oh, wait, I have my webcam on so you can see me, right? I, I can, and it's really helpful for me to keep me from getting in my head. So I appreciate you performing for the camera. I um, totally forgot that it was on. So. Oh, well, you, you seem like you are performing for the camera, but I guess that's At because... At least I didn't like, start picking my nose or something. That would oh, be disgusting. I would have just vomited everywhere. <laughs>
fuck. Aw, uh, you just did a bad. I just did a bad. <sighs> so prepared you are. Sorry, I, 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 for, I didn't expect you to actually use that. Well, what's um, the point of giving us objects if we can't use them? No, no, I wanted you to use that. I didn't think that you would. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, remember, like, um, Alton, uh, Mallory with, uh, I, I gave, I gave Alton that thing at the beginning of the thing, and they never ended up using it. Um, well, Leslie is her own person. Do not judge. Oh, wait, we had come up with a sign-off. We did last time, and then what? I forgot. Yeah. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. I thought we that we did. were, I was just, we did? We yes. came up with one? Yes. Well, I'll start editing those those uh, episodes soon, so hopefully I'll come across that <laughs> because I don't remember it at all. Well, can't you you cut it in, like copy the audio from like last time and put it in this time? I'm not gonna do that. Why not? <laughs> uh, well, let's let's do one just in case it turns out I go back to listen to it and I I find out that we didn't actually come up with one. But we did. Uh, I know we did. Okay, but we did. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Here, let's okay. just go ahead. And- Everybody, listeners, this okay. is the intro we came up with last time on Side Character Quest. Boom. You mean an outro? No, 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 no. This is the thing. No, 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 no. This is what we said. Okay, the end. See, you can cut it right in there. <laughs> I okay. I'm 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 happy with with that being the ending. Uh, 